You are now tuned in to Real to Real Radio, where it don't get no realer than this, on In Life Now, with your host, Ms. Tamara C. Gooch. Now on to the show. Good evening, my beautiful, beautiful people of Real to Real Blog Talk Radio. I am so excited that you all have joined me again for another awesome, awesome evening of just real conversation. Real conversation that affects real life people in everyday real life. For real. So if y'all uh, y'all y'all feel me, I've had a couple of uh, a couple of cups of coffee today because my daughter has had me running. So if I'm a little bit hyped, that's okay. I need it to to you know keep up with her. But tonight, I have a beautiful, beautiful young woman who's going to be joining us um, in discussing a topic that hits home in a lot of marriages. A lot of single women, a lot of single men. It's a topic that a lot of people just don't like to talk about, and that's finances. Um, so often I hear so many people break up, get divorces over finances. So I kept sitting and I kept thinking and watching, like, okay, I want to have a series of um, guests on the show where they talk about finances. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly, because people need to be aware and they they need an understanding of their finances and good financial habits. So this beautiful young lady who is based right here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, um, is joining us tonight. So before I get into her bio and introducing her to you all, I just want to let you all know for anyone who has a question or a comment for myself, your host, the lovely Miss Tamara C. Gooch, or our guest tonight, the beautiful Miss Tara Jones, please press 1 on your phone to let us know that you do have a question. For those of you who are listening in online, we have the chat room that will be opening up soon. You can post your questions there, and they will get to me. So that way we can ask her. Um, and towards the end of the interview, you all will be able to um, make sure that you get her contact information so that you can contact her because she is a financial coach. Yes, she is a financial coach. So you can um, invest in yourself for her services so that you all are um, just financially aware of what's going on in your household and your bank account. So, Ms. Tara Jones' mission is to combine personalized financial coaching and services at affordable prices to integrate the discipline of good financial planning into women's lives. She utilizes a unique and educational approach in working with the driven woman, the professional woman, the entrepreneurial woman, and young families with small children to help them organize and control their personal finances. She is on a mission to show the world that we can all properly manage our personal finances while remaining pretty. I love that part. I truly, truly love that part um, because you can you can manage your money and still remain a diva without going broke. Can you all give me a real-to-real warm welcome and hand clap for Miss Tara Jones? Good evening. Thank you for hosting me. Oh, not a problem, not a problem. I am just super, super excited to have you on tonight to talk about a topic that so many marriages break up over. Um, yes, yes. So many single mothers are losing their hair and going crazy over because they're trying to figure out how do I manage my finances. Um, and, and I'll just have to say this because it, it, it would upset me sometimes when I would see certain single moms and – and it goes to your last sentence, managing your finances, your personal finances, while remaining pretty. You don't have to go broke trying to look good. Exactly, exactly. You can oh. properly manage your finances 
while I mean, there's nothing wrong with remaining a diva, like you said, but also just being conscious of what's going on in your bank account, how you're properly or improperly spending money. You know, like put your priorities first. Just because exactly. you're, you know, you're you're financially conscious, don't mean that you can't, you know, you can't look good. You can't spend money where you want. You just have to control your money and tell it where to go instead That's of wondering right. where it went at the end of the day because you're just frivolously. So that is my mission to get and it on the forefront of everyone's mind to I just love be that. conscious about how you spend. Now, before you get into giving us um, some tips, can you introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about you outside of what you're known for? Okay. Well, I am Tara. I live here in Grand Rapids. Um, I am a mommy to a six-year-old, so I've been a single parent for the last six years. Uh, I have a loving boyfriend who helps me, but... So I definitely know the single mom struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of doing my personal finance coaching business, um, as I said, I'm a full-time mother of a first grader. I also work as a quality assurance specialist um, at a local global, uh, local global manufacturing company here in Grand Rapids. Uh, okay. In my free time, I love to read, love to cook. Love to spend time with family and friends. Um, so I'm just your average around the way woman um, who's money conscious, conscious, you know. <laughs> yes, and and I think that is beautiful. Um, so many women need to understand they don't need to shy away from it. They don't need to run from it. Um, exactly. They need to own it and accept it. Now, I I heard you say. You work a full-time job, and you have a coaching business as well, which I think that is totally, totally awesome because um, that was me years ago working in corporate America and starting out as a life and business coach, which I I still love. So being a work-at-home mom now, that's my full-time business. So I, I left corporate America, and I miss it sometimes, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is – it does. It does. And I talk more, you know, more baby first favorite shows now than I do um, more intellectual conversation. But oh, that's all right. Trust me, I know that. I know the struggle. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a good thing because uh, I am operating in my purpose. So it, it's a blessing. Um, God knew what he was doing 20 years later when I got pregnant again. So um, <laughs> whoop, whoop to him. Now, what is your life's purpose and why are you so passionate about it through um, being a finance coach? Okay, well, let me just go back to what you were saying about how you were in corporate America and mm-hmm. then you switched over to doing your own um, home-based mm-hmm. business. So my goal, I'm I'm 26 years old. Um, I've been studying finances for the last five years, and uh-huh. I have finally arrived at my purpose as well, which birthed Your Pretty Pennies, which is my website, my blog, and also where you can locate me to, to um, sign up for personal cause. Although I was working in corporate America right out of college, I, uh-huh. I still didn't feel like I was operating in my purpose like you just mentioned. Uh-huh. And so although I love what I do, um, I do do financial um, reports for the quality assurance department. That's one of my jobs there, and I love it. I love the, the staff that I work with. I love the salary. So like the quote-unquote, um, the um, you know, the steadiness of the income, that is yeah. great. However, my goal eventually is to move from probably leaving corporate America to running my own business, and now I'm developing my brand and my business. So I completely understand where you're coming from. And not to mention, as far as on the children aspect, I have a six-year-old, and Mm -hmm. I want more children in the future. I would love to be more at home, more accessible to my daughter in her field trips and, you know, Mm-hmm. Helping out in the classroom, so I am right there with you as a mom in that aspect. But um, I arrived at personal finance coaching. <laughs> it's, it's a funny story. 
so when I was pregnant with my daughter, talking about the Lord and how he just places these little beautiful little ones in our lives, <laughs> um, I was in the middle middle of my college career. And when I started uh-huh. off in college, I was going to go, I thought I wanted to be a, a physician. I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be a dermatologist. I knew I wanted to work with women. I'm like, I'm a woman's woman. So, you know, I just love to motivate and inspire and empower and root on other women. Uh-huh. Have been. And so I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to go to school for. And then Karen gets thrown in the mix. That's my six-year-old daughter. Okay. And so when I brought my little bundle of joy home, I was broke. Mm. Single parent broke with a little, you know, little newborn packed up in her little pink and brown car seat bringing her home and so that night when she first when I first brought her home I said I will never get this way again I prayed to the Lord and I said I promise you I'm going to find a way to get out of this with your help and I also I'm going to inspire other women who are in this situation Mm -hmm. or who are not to not go down this road and be in this situation Mm. and I kind of so once I got back in school I still did my biology degree, but I also started taking finance and personal finance because I just was a learner. Like I'm a, I'm a analytical person. So Mm -hmm. the most logical way for me to do it was to go to school and learn it, you know, in the classroom. So that's what I did. So I do my science classes. Yeah, I did finance. So I'm like, okay, so now I have this knowledge under my belt and they both, like, in, they both intrigued me. Uh-huh. So, graduating from college with my biology degree, with my finance under my belt, and, you know, I was I was uh, working jobs in corporate that allowed me to utilize my science degree, but I still wasn't fulfilled. Uh-huh. So, now that I've created Your Pretty Pennies, and over the last couple of years, I've been, like, helping family and friends and coworkers, like, how to manage their money one of my friends who actually goes to my church, he was like, you you need to go on business. Like, the the enthusiasm, the way you come off when you're working in this space, you, mm-hmm. need, to, you need to touch lives. And mm. so then we started to develop, you know, well, what would I do? I'll start a blog because I don't necessarily want to charge everything. I want to give people constant content, right. financial content because, Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of African Americans or mm. women that are in finance that are making finances relatable, mm. understandable, on our level, putting it in our homes, putting it mm. on our cell phones. Like we're we have all this reality TV that's easily accessible. We have, you know, all this other stuff. We don't have what's important. So I said, my movement is to put this right in front of your face, and mm. you don't have to be super frugal to to save money and invest and live a, a healthy, a financially healthy life. You don't have to forego your social life. You just have to, every month, your income, tell it where to go. You don't, it, it's, it's literally that simple. And when I say that simple, nothing is quote-unquote simple in life, so I won't downplay, you know, the the hard work, the work that needs to be put in in order to initially, you know, kind of finagle your finances and figure out what works for you. I won't downplay that because it takes a little bit of effort, but anything that's worth having is worth working for. Mm. It's very easy to to spend your money and be broke. It takes (laughs) a little bit of work to be financially sound and, you know, manage your money. So that is what my mission is, is to empower everyone Get it on the forefront of your mind that you do not have to be super frugal to save money. You do not have to be, you know, you, you don't have to lose your swag, your sway, your fly, and still be money conscious. conscious. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you got me over here. I'm 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 sitting here like flatlined. Um <laughs> Because I want to say so much, and I don't know where to begin because I know what you're saying. I mean, we have people who are, you know, listening online as well as on the call. Um, And I just had someone text me on my phone to say, you know, loving the topic. Um, You said so much, and I loved (laughs) 
all that you said, and I'm hoping that those who are listening um, are, are taking away what it is that you're saying. Well, first, let me start with this. It is possible, and and I applaud you for wanting to step away from corporate America and do what you know you were purposed to do. That's one of the things that, as a business coach, I I help and show those who look for that. I show them how to create the wealth that in Deuteronomy eight eighteen God says He gives us the power to create wealth, and I exactly. show them those things. So that they're not so afraid to say, well, the steady income, yeah, I miss the steady income as well. But when I sat on that that bench during lunchtime and I'm thinking, Lord, you didn't create me for this. Exactly. You didn't create me to look at at during our business meeting and I'm making them $14, $15 million a week and none of that is going in my pocket. Oh, true, I'm getting a good salary, but, and he started showing me, like, okay, well, let's see what you're going to do once I release you from corporate America. And you have a mortgage, Mm -hmm. you have a daughter, a teenager, about ready to graduate. She's going to the Cobo because she was a Delta gym at the time and all of these other things. And I had to just really say, you know what, I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I was shaking like Don Knotts. But I had some adjustments in my in my finances um, in order to accommodate what it is that I didn't know I was walking into, and I mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly surrendered everything to God and said I trust you because I have a heart and a passion for helping women in life and in business. There's so much that that we can do, and I was a single mother at the time. So, yeah, but there was another thing that you had said in regards to women making sure, not just women, but just people in in the African-American community. My husband and I was just having a conversation regarding this um, the other day, and what just came to my mind is that um, there are, are many industries that I could name. But blacks do more, they're more consumers than they are creators. And that's sad. We buy, we can have a rundown house with a Cadillac Escalade sitting in the driveway. Exactly. We do more purchases versus trying to look at our finances and say, I need to invest. I have a skill set. I have gifts. I have talents. What can I create? I don't know it all. So let me invest in a business coach or a finance coach or a life coach to help me get to that point in my life where I'm creating the life that God said I have, that I'm destined to have. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not. The moment you stop trading dollars for hours, and once again, I have I still work in um, corporate America. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of skills that I've learned from working there. I love it. I love the the company that I work for. Mm -hmm. But I know my long-term plan is not to trade dollars for hours. When you trade dollars for hours, which is what you're doing when you earn a salary, that is not the – it's very hard to build wealth. And so, like you said, it's very hard to live in your purpose when you're building someone else's purpose. Yes. And so the women and anyone that I come across, I always say, when we're talking about personal finance coaching, because a lot of times their income does not match their cost of living. And I said, well, either you need to cut something, Mm -hmm. but I would really like for you to create a side hustle that man that you know manifests into something greater that mm-hmm. allows you to live in your purpose to where you can put your name and your brand and your stamp oh. on it, get out into the world oh. and make money. Oh. So you know, I always I always encourage that in my coaching sessions. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what are you good at? Well, I'm good at graphic designs. What people at my church have me working on the media team. 
I know how to make business cards. That's so right. you should be creating your own business card, knocking That's down right. doors in the neighborhood saying, hey, I do graphic design for this amount of price. Please book with me. Yeah. Make yeah. your, you know, make pave your way to financial freedom, and that is amazing. I didn't even tell him that, but that's all <laughs> on the subject. <laughs> I told you, I, I love to keep yeah. it real. I love yes, exactly, that. and I'm glad we are keeping it real because personal finances and money is such a taboo topic. And it like is said, within marriages and relationships mm-hmm. between families, and it mm-hmm. should not be. It yeah. should not be. Yeah, and, and, and it really shouldn't. But when you know, when you know that, okay, God has has done this thing in my life, and even if my finances are not where they are, because when I started my business, trust me, I wasn't making the money that I wanted to make. Oh yeah, I cast the vision. I cast the vision. All I could do mm-hmm. at that moment was to believe, and I left it at that. You know, being an entrepreneur can be a lonely existence, and a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't understand. They think, okay, overnight success. You started your business, you wrote a book, yep, you making top dollar. No, it does not happen that way. Like I had Mm -hmm. to sacrifice. I had to sacrifice a lot for myself, not for my daughter. I had to sacrifice a lot of things that I wanted to make sure that I was still able to pay my mortgage, (laughs) my utilities. But I had to, and this is something that I tell a lot of my my clients, research yourself. Exactly. Research you. How many, and, and this is for those who are listening in, okay? How many of you all know somebody right now who braids hair at home? who does hair at home, who does makeup at home, who does mm-hmm. graphic designing at home, who sews mm-hmm. at home, who, um, you know, does child quilt, care. crocheting, child care, there is, who does mm-hmm. taxes at home. Yes. So you all see why writing. I was so passionate about bringing this young lady on tonight because there are so many things that, that, People can be doing, and I'm going to talk to our people for a minute. Start becoming creators and not consumers all the time. Let your money work for you. When you get to the age of 50, let your money work for you. That's something I casted a long time ago. I said, when I turn 50, I'm done. My money is going to work for me. I'm no no longer going to work for it. Exactly. Like you said, well, look look into yourself and research into yourself. So mm-hmm. if you are a sewer, a quilter, a braider, Google is your best friend. The Internet, there is so much information out there where you can develop a business plan. You can hmm. talk to a business coach and get your hobby into a business. And turn it into a that business. That way. Exactly. And that way, like we said, we can we can be more at home with our family and your husband and our loved ones. We can yeah. we can afford our cost of living. Yeah. We can, we can invest our money in the future. You know what I'm saying? We can pay off those major debts. We can yeah. you know, contribute more cash flow to our financial goals that we want to achieve. So, um we have to look at the bigger picture and like you said, speaking to our to our audience to the african-americans we have to look at the big picture we are not yeah. living for today That's yes right. we only live once but we have kids who live beyond us don't you want to leave them something do you want them to struggle yeah. when they get older don't you want to leave them just a little bit of something that's theirs that they don't have to work hard hmm. somebody else's dream just to get a little piece up you know what i'm saying like okay. look into the future I hope y'all are listening to what she's saying, and, I, and I'm going to go ahead and just add this in here. For those of you who may have just tuned in, um, don't feel like you missed the beginning of anything because you haven't. You can always listen to my podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or On Demand on Blog Talk, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because I know some people work late and they're probably just hopping on. So that's okay. If you miss the first half, you will always be able to go back and listen to those things that she said. Um, now, 
you went into, you know, your personal experience that helped push you into this direction. And I love that because you took initiative and you weren't mm-hmm. afraid to say, let me go ahead while I'm taking classes in this, let me take classes in that. Now, I know you've done some phenomenal work. Can you talk to our listeners about um, some of the work that you have done being a finance coach? I launched my blog in September, so I'm still fairly new. This is my okay. baby. Uh, so September 2015, I launched Your Pretty Penny. So that's my LLC. That's the name of my website, uh, yourprettypennies.com. Um, And you can go there and look at my blog. I post every Tuesday and Thursday with just great information that's straight to the point, that's relatable, that that is very, you know, targeted to um, everyone. Everyone can take something from it, not just Mm -hmm. old, young, black, blue, green, you know, (laughs) go, go and check it out. Um, also, I've been um, doing a lot of periscoping, so I'm on oh. social media building my brand right now. I'm getting uh, I'm getting requests to speak at conferences, and like oh. I'm doing now, being guest host. So uh, it's been great. The Beautiful. the feedback has been just just been phenomenal. I love it. I love it. I love and it. Yes, I love I, it. I coach. I kind of keep my coaching schedule um, low right now, fairly. I take about 10 people a week because okay. some people are, are pretty good in their personal finance and just need one or two coaching sessions, and some mm-hmm. need a little bit more. So within a given month, I want to be available to those who are on my uh, my roster, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But my schedule is always posted on my website, and so if you need coaching sessions, you can always jump in. Um, so I also do personal finance coaching in the evening, sometimes on the weekend, depending on if I have like a single mom who reaches out and says, Hey, even if it doesn't work for me, cause I, I have my two year olds or, you know, I'm in class in the evening. So then I may do a Saturday session. Um, okay. so yes, that is currently what I'm working on. Oh, that is awesome. So for you all listening in, don't, uh, don't come up with no excuses now cause she will do a Saturday <laughs> session with you. I hope you heard that. Um, I I love that. I love that. And while you're talking, I'm just, I have to quiet my mind sometimes because it's, it's, I'm sitting here just thinking about a a friend of mine who is um, very well known in, around the world um, when it comes Mm -hmm. to finances that I would love to connect you with. Um, I am just of a mindset of we all need to think outside of the four corners of our small city. Um, Mm -hmm. There is such greatness that needs to be shared, and there's somebody for everybody. Um, There's over 7 billion people in this world, so I tell so many other women, let's stop competing and let's collaborate and let's do some things and and really – shed light on topics like this, um, yes. which I love that you're doing that. Um, I just, I, I so appreciate you just taking the time to come on um, and share this. So, again, for those of you who are listening in, if you have a question for Ms. Tar, please press 1 to let us know that you do have a question. Um, don't feel ashamed to ask the question, so many people have personal finance questions that they're ashamed to ask. I mean, if you're that ashamed, inbox me privately and I'll ask her, you know, just do that. Mm-hmm. Just don't feel ashamed. Don't leave this um, interview still not knowing how to handle your finances, even if it's just a basic budget. Um, yeah. knowing what a budget is. And if you don't know what a budget is, a budget, a budget is just that. It's a budget until the money is actually there. So yeah. if if those are things that you want to learn and, and ask her about, then hit one and let us know. Okay? So when we return from our short commercial break, so I want you all to stay tuned because she has some tips that she's going to give us um, that will help us 
in in understanding more about good financial habits. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, go get you something to drink, get your pen, get your notepad, and get ready to take some notes because she's going in, y'all, okay? So stay tuned for more on Real to Real Blog Talk. Hi, my name is Aliyah Mirande. I'm the CEO of Yummy Life Wellness. I'm a certified holistic health coach and life coach, and I specialize in helping you to transform your relationship with food and create a healthy eating plan that works for you and that you'll actually stick to so that you can lose weight and have that healthy body and mind that you've been dreaming of. When we work together, we address challenges such as emotional eating, relentless cravings, and we also come up with creative and effective ways to manage stress and our busy lives. Uh, you can find me online at www.yummylifewellness.com, uh, at Twitter and Instagram at Holly Amarande, and on Facebook at Yummy Life Wellness. Women entrepreneurs, for your success, join HaKuOne.net. This is Linda Otterbridge, founder of Hookah Sister Up personally inviting you to join the fastest growing women's entrepreneur network in West Michigan. Join now and enjoy one-on-one mentorships from women entrepreneurs who have been there, done that. Workshops to put you at ease about how to grow and protect your business ideas. Way to market and sustain what you've already built and much more. Ladies, today can be the first day of your entrepreneurial success. Join us at www.hasu1.net.
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Real to Real Blog Talk Radio. We are here tonight talking with the lovely Tar Jones, talking about finances, a taboo topic that um, so many people divorce over, argue over, fight over, <laughs> so many things that happen in regards to finance. Um, she left us earlier on a note of just, oh, my gosh, some good, good information. So if any of you all who may just be joining us have missed any of the information from the first half of the show, please, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, or on demand on Blog Talk, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So don't feel like you've missed anything. Now, Ms. Tar, you you said some oh some awesome things, and you shared um, your website and um, things like that. What 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 is the response that you're getting from from your audience in regards to um, financially coaching them in that direction? It's been amazing. Um, first of all, I'm just humbled and glad to serve. I feel like my purpose is to serve. And when I sit down with the clients that I've received so far, um, the responses, the testimonial emails that I'm going to be putting up on um, my website have just been astounding. I've been saving people hundreds of dollars a month just by targeting and eliminating wasteful spending giving them just practical tips and tricks that they can use to avoid fees, you know, interest fees, financial fees, you know, just kind of giving them that knowledge that isn't given in school, isn't taught in school, and sometimes our parents don't even know. They probably suffer from some of these issues. So um, it's just been amazing. Um, They've been sharing, you know, my coaching sessions far and wide, They've been coming back for more. We're working on, Good. like, you know, kind of going up a notch in their financial journey and their financial stuff and their financial game plan is what I call it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been amazing. And they're, they're really beautiful. enjoying the content on the blog. So I'm happy about that because that is my main thing is to just get information out there. It's mm-hmm. not about the income for me. It's about the outcome. So whatever inspiration that I can just throw out there, I am happy that someone receives it and just decides to turn their financial life around. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Now we have many, many people that are tuned in right now. Did you ever imagine a dream that you would be doing what you're doing as far as being a finance coach? You know, yes and no. The mm-hmm. Lord revealed to me a few years ago that I that I will have an impact in this world, but I okay. just didn't know what way. And in my mind, going to medical school and being a top physician was, in my eyes, that mm. the, that was going to be my thing. Okay. But now the personal finance coaching has been unfolding. I have been living in my purpose. It's fulfilling. I am. You know, I am killing it. Like, my mind on personal finances is crazy. Um, So I am grateful to be in this position. And, no, it was initially a shock to me because although I had all of this experience and education, I didn't think this was the route that I would be going. I honestly got the education for myself. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it was going to, like, help other people, like, that I meet on a day-to-day basis, small scale. But the Lord was like, you know, other people need to hear your story, your your experience, your testimony, and then they they need you to help them so mm. they can be financially clear. So, um, and no, yes, I knew I was going to be doing something. No, I didn't know it was going to be this, but I'm so happy that I am. Ah, that's good. <laughs> that's a that's a good thing. That's a good thing, and I love the <laughs> fact that that you just have a passion for serving. Um, yeah. We oftentimes don't think about the impact that we make in a person's life when we serve. Um, We get so much back in return, um, and it's just awesome to hear you say that you just just have a passion for serving others. Now, you have some tips for us. Can you share those finance tips 
Okay, so audience, like I said, I hope you got your pen and pads ready. So get those pens. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, because this is a general audience that are, that is listening to your show, I have listed out five financial habits that everyone can adopt, no matter what level they are on financially. So this is going to be great. The first financial habit, no matter how much you make, how much your income is, creating a monthly spending plan, also known as a budget, that is key. Managing your money with intention by creating a monthly spending plan. There are people right now who, let's say, make 45000 a year. Mm-hmm. But because they manage their money and, you know, control their money, their cost of living may be 30000 a year. Mm-hmm. So within a year, they're able to either save or invest 15000 a year, off mm-hmm. 45000 a year. Okay. But let's flip that. There are people who make 90000 a year, 100000 mm-hmm. a year, but are thousands of dollars in debt mm-hmm. or have as much coming in going out are not they're not any more well off because they have very little margin to save and invest Mm. so i want people to realize that do not think your financial troubles will go away or dissipate once you earn more that is false if you don't learn how to manage your money, no matter where you are financially, chances are you won't later when your income increases. You'll just mm. start increasing your spending. So you have to make it a priority to but to make a spending plan or a budget, however you want to term it. I like to say spending plan because a little bit more can go into your budget. You know, you can talk about I one thing I like to do instead of saying, what I'm what I what I'm not gonna spend money on is what I am gonna spend money on. I give my plan empowerment. So instead That's of right. saying, Oh, I can't do that, this is what I can do. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So number one, creating a fi- a monthly spending plan. Number two, avoid don't sorry, don't avoid your financial status. So what I mean by that is when I'm working with clients, talking to my girls talking to people, coworkers, they do not have a clue how much debt they are in, like their number. They do not have a clue how much it costs them a month to live. So wow. say, what is your cost of living? How much altogether does your bills, your food, clothing, all of well, I don't know. Mm. But they never have enough money to make it to the end of that month. And one thing about doing a spending plan, not only will it show you where you're spending, you know, wasteful spending, it, it, a lot of times it shows people I do have money left after right. every month. But they don't realize it because they don't sit down and plan how they're going to mm. spend their money. And so what I often tell people is don't fall victim to those avoidance issues. Yes, it can be, it can create a little bit of anxiety to know how much debt you're in. I get it. But learn, like, sit down and write down how much your past, your past due bills are and how much your debt is and create a financial game plan that encourages you to tackle them. Mm. So that's number two. Don't avoid your financial status. Know your financial status. Mm-hmm. Financial habit number three. Think long term. I'm yeah. say the quote that I tell my my um future is depending on your future you is depending on the current you financially. Mm. So begin to create financial goals that focus on your financial stability in the future. Even if you aren't at the level where you can invest, maybe you're still paying off debt, maybe you know your income level is still low and you're still trying to get by month to month. Mm-hmm. Explore investing, retirement options that are available to you, um, and establish emergency funds, savings account. Like, set mm-hmm. yourself up for good and not for failure in the future. Because if one thing isn't for certain, we get old. Hmm. And we have to live. We have to eat when we're 50, 40, 35, 80. We have to eat. We That's have right. to live somewhere. So, you know, 
you have to think long term. Number four, financial habit number four, focus on your financial health and do not feel the need to outwardly impress others. Impress others by purchasing overpriced items that is not included in your spending plan. Mm, Wait, pause for one moment. Yes. Okay. Say that one one more time. (laughs) Do not feel the need to impress others by purchasing overpriced items, i.e. handbags, car, house, living above your means, to impress someone that probably doesn't even care. Mm, mm, We live in a culture where we equate, like, tangible possessions that we own for our financial status. And that same person who that BMW is the same person that's in foreclosure. Exactly. I I I wanted people to hear that tip. Focus on financial health? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Focus on financial health and not outward tangible Mm. possessions. I just that feel that struck a chord with some people who's listening in. Um, mm-hmm. And real quick, it just made me think of a quote that my father used to to tell all of his children. Why buy things that you don't need, that you can't afford, to impress people who don't like you? Mm. Mm. That's good. Mm. Okay, I it, I just had to say that real quick. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's good. Um, <laughs> woo, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> they probably don't care. Do not like. And you know, I'm sorry. I just culture. This is one of our pain points. Yes. We preach into the choir right here. Mm. We do it often. Yes. How am I gonna look in this? Oh. Oh, I need to make sure. Oh, so and so gonna be there. Oh, I need to make sure I pull out the heels. Mm-hmm. I need to upstage somebody. Mm. And yet, your 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 bank account is mm. downstage. <laughs> so we have to, you know, we have to stay on track when it comes to that. <laughs> Financial tip number five: Stop receiving financial advice from friends and family members. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow, do you know how many people I've studied this and people will argue myths and misnomers about financial education to me to the core. And mm-hmm. that's only because it was taught to them so that's their truth, but it's not true. Thank you. Thank you. Either research answers to financial issues or consult a financial cultural advisor. Because the truth of the matter is there are many people out here that honestly believe they know all the answers about handling money. But they're operating in this. Yes. To be honest, there are people that have money blocks, self sabotaging issues Mm. and you do not want to inherit those. No. You do not want to inherit those. Do not take on their baggage when it comes to money. If they invest it wrong, do not think that's going to be your issue. If they yes. use a checking account and their check was garnished and then all of a sudden they don't use banking systems anymore, that's wow. you didn't pay your child support and you didn't pay your passing tickets. That has nothing to do with the banking system. You know what I'm saying? So don't let people, um, you know, just, push their financial baggage on you. Mm, and unfortunately, mm. that comes more from our family and friends. So yes, it does. politely, if somebody gives you some, some financial advice, it's like, thank you for that. And That's if right. it sounds interesting to you, go to my the great the great land of Google, contact the <laughs> financial advisor, send me an email. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about, I don't know everything. I'm not an investment finance uh, advisor. So investing, talk to uh, investing financial real estate, Talk to a real estate professional, but talk to a professional. That's don't, right. You know, don't allow other people to make impressions and and allow you to go down the wrong path because of that's your right. Mm. Oh so, yeah, those are the major five points that I love to get across because that sets a great foundation of good financial planning. It does. It does. And before I I, I give these tips again. What you said towards the end, it it 
<sighs> that's like a slap in the face <laughs> of a whole lot of people because what you said mm-hmm. is true. It's real. We, as a as an African American community, as Black people, mm-hmm. a lot of our parents didn't understand finances. Their way of investing, or they didn't even really, they didn't even understand investing. Mm-hmm. Their thing was, okay, you put put your money underneath your mattress. Exactly. Um, they didn't do what was necessary to educate themselves on knowing how to make sure that they were okay when it came to retiring so that they're not, you know, saying, well, I'm, I'm, I'm only going to trust and lean on my, my pension and social security. So let me say this for someone who may be listening now and wondering, how do I, because you gave great tips, Google, there's a plethora of information, and if you don't know how to utilize it, just start typing in some stuff. But yep. my parents, they're old, old school, so they didn't teach us. My mother taught me how to budget. My mother taught me how to pay my bills. My mother taught me how to save. She taught mm-hmm. me what she knew how to do as far as being a housewife. She was a housewife. Yep. She had a business inside of the home. So... I grew up seeing my mother as a work at home mom. She took care of the money. We never went, you know, had to had to want for anything. But as far as investing, they didn't know about that. As far as making your money work for you, they didn't know about that. And they didn't take the time to go and research that. Myself, when I started going to college, I craved the knowledge to say, okay, I studied People like Robert Kiyosaki, Bill Gates, mm-hmm. Warren Buffett, Rockefeller, and I sat back and I read books like The Millionaire Next Door, The Millionaire Woman Next Door, and I listened to these um, books on CD. I would sit there and read these books during my downtime when my daughter was away, and I'm thinking to myself, huh, none of them started out rich. No, not one. None of them started out In rich. In fact, they had immigrant parents. Yes. They were poor. Yes. Very below poverty. Yes, but they were driven. They were driven. They were were educated. They made it their business. All of these authors, all of these people, these financial gurus that you're speaking of, I studied them in depth. There's podcasts out there, Mm. like you said, audio books. You don't have to have money. Download whoever's listening. Go to the local library. If you do not have the money to invest in financial literacy, go to the library, get an audio where it comes right to your phone and you can listen to the book with your headphones on. Driving the kids from school. I was a single mother. I didn't have the funds, so I went and I checked it out and I listened to these. And if I didn't get it all then, I would go and I'd recheck it out again. But when I got the money, still being a single mother, and I can remember this like it was yesterday, so for somebody listening right now, Stop coming up with an excuse as to why. Like Mm -hmm. my dad would tell us, excuses are monuments to nothing, building bridges to nowhere. I was 26 years old. I was 26 years old, and I finally was making the kind of money that I could do so many wonderful things. And that's when I made the decision to say, I'm retiring at the age of 50, and I will travel the world. How am I going to do this? How is it going to look? I sat down with my parents' financial advisor, and when I sat in this man's office, I came alive. I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at every television that he had on in his office, and he had four. One was on NASDAQ, one was on Dow, one was showing the S&P. And me and my daughter sat there. She was six at the time. And I said, "Mm, this is my life. Mm-hmm. This is my life. He looked at me and he said, really? I said, yeah. He said, are you enjoying what you're seeing? Yes, I am. I said, because as the numbers go up, I'm envisioning that's my money going up. Yeah, exactly. I said, so thing that I need to know because I'm 26 now. I'm 26 now. And when I turn 50, I'm not going to have all of my eggs in one basket. And when I leave this earth, 
I want my children, if they choose to say, I'm not going to work, I'm going to just serve, I want them to be able to do that. He said, okay, let's get started. Mm -hmm. So for someone listening in right now, don't be afraid to sit down with someone and let them know, I don't know. I don't have the money to pay you right now, but I need the knowledge. I need the education. Teach me. Mm -hmm. Teach me. Exactly. I had a girl come to me, a young woman come to me and said, you know what? She called me on a Friday evening and said, I need to talk to you tomorrow. Mm. I do not I only have half the money that you charge for your hour and a half financial coaching. I, can I pay you half mm. and half next Friday? How mm. can you not say no? How can you say no? That's to right. Someone who is that who is that like driven to get yes. their life together. No matter what it is. Yes. I, I almost did it for free. <laughs> but I knew she wouldn't get value out of it cuz one thing about Exactly. People, when you put when when they spend their money, they place their value, and then they're gonna mm. because they put their money into because their money it, is emotional to a lot of people. Making an investment, they're making an Make investment, an investment their in future. their future. And and she had she, I wish I asked I actually asked her to follow her and like put her on my blog to to kind of track her financial success and transformation because mm-hmm. in the short two months that I worked with her. It's like night and day. Wow. Night and day. Wow. And so, like you said, sitting down and asking for help, Googling, doing your research, just becoming hungry and curious about how can I make a better financial life for myself? Because in all honesty, the moment you get the financial headache and pressures off of you, your mind, your mental bandwidth can open up to execute those business goals. Mm. To spend more time with your family, to focus on, you know, taking care of your mom and spending time with your family who needs you right. and doing better in your work, whatever it is, and write that book you want to write. But if you're bogged down with finances and constantly stressing, mm. you don't even have the mental capacity to move ahead on your life goals. That's right. Mm, mm, mm. I just, I, I am loving, loving this. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Now, as we are coming so close to an end, I just, I just hate to. So soon. Uh, I know. Seems like this hour just flew by. I could talk about money all day. (laughs) Me too. Me too. (laughs) But see, I I love talking about it when it comes to my business clients because and and I have to say I feel so bad sometimes because I sometimes make them cry when I show them the money that they can create and the things that they can create that would give them the lifestyle that they want. They look at me mm-hmm. like, "Oh my gosh. Why didn't I come to you?" Didn't that? realize this. <laughs> mhm. I didn't realize and like you said, some of them those who come to me who are driven, who's like, "I only have one payment." I'm like, "You know what? Let's get it." Let's get it. Let's and get it. I can't, I can't stress how the business coaches like you are essential to women like me. Essential. Mm. Essential. So for all of the listeners out there, if you have a business idea but can't get clear on it, mm. are, like it's women and people and professionals like this who lived this, did it, yes. did it over, gave the information to people, and have them doing exactly what they did and seeing their results. Like, it, that, it's yeah. essential. It, it is. It's I essential. love serving. I love to sit back and yes. once I'm done, I see the the I see how they grow. And, and yes. when they tell me I'm making that extra $3,000, $5,000, $10,000 a month, that you showed me I can make. Oh, my gosh. And I let them know the same thing that I showed you. You made an investment in yourself. Now you need to go and you need to serve another young woman. Exactly. And that's what I tell my client. Touch Mm. a mentor. If I'm mentoring you, you need to mentor someone else. Yes. That is my stipulation because I have a a 21-year-old, and I'm only 26, but I'm far beyond my years, so I hear. she asked me to be. She asked to be my mentee, and I said yes. Hmm. One stipulation. Once we're done, you have to mentor another young woman. You have to pick her right. up, 
and you have to hold on to her and pour into her like I pour into you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, mm. We need that, especially in the African American community. We need Ooh, more mentors. Yes, we do. More, more mentors. We do, and and I'll say this in the African American community. Y'all don't know everything. I hope y'all listening. I love y'all, but y'all know this is real-to-real blog talk. You don't know everything, boo-boo. Sure don't. Stop acting like you. I don't even know everything. (laughs) That's why I stay in my lane. Yes. I'm calling tomorrow. If I need my hair done, I'm calling my hair shop. Yes. Yes. If I I, need investment advice, I'm calling somebody. I stay in your lane. Execute your lane. Mm. And get help when you need it. Right. And don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Oh, my God. We can talk on and on and on. All night. I told you what I was <laughs> Now, I, as we come to a close now, what what are um, what are, are two things that you can leave with our listeners? Something that would just blow their socks off, that would just empower them as they move forward, and hopefully someone who needs your your coaching will contact you. But what are two things that you can leave with our listeners that will empower them tonight? You are good with money. You mm. have the ability to properly handle money. I am affirming each and every person who is listening that no matter how much you tell yourself and deny yourself and belittle yourself when it comes to personal finances, you have the ability to change your financial situation today. So many times I see people with their head down, drop their head, their eyebrows shrink, their face frown when it comes to talking about personal finances. The good thing about life Mm -hmm. is that it gets better, it changes, it never stays the same. And that's mm. the same with your personal finances. Get help and 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 increase your level of knowledge and win with money. Like, I'm not going to say it's that simple, but those mm-hmm. are the steps that you need to take. It is what it is. And mm. that's real to real talk. Real to real talk. That That's real, affirm y'all. I, I mean, she... yourself. I'm going to go ahead and say it like this. She is no baker, so she didn't sugarcoat nothing for y'all. So I hope y'all got it. Don't be offended by it because she's giving it to you real, but she's giving it to you in love. Now, share with people, how can they get in contact with you so that they can sign up for your coaching services? Because that's what Real to Real is all about. In case some of you ladies who are on just don't realize that, we're here to celebrate. We're not here to compete with anybody. I want her no. to flourish in her business so much because it is so needed. So I want you to just share with our listening audience how they can get in touch with you, um, your websites, Facebook, Twitter, email numbers. All right, website, your prettypennies.com, Y-O-U-R P-R-E-T-T-Y P-E-N-N-I-E-S Email info at yourprettypennies.com My Instagram is also yourprettypennies My Facebook yourprettypennies spelled just how it's spelled in my email address and also Twitter and Periscope YPP blog for any of y'all that are on Periscope I do Money Mondays is what I hashtag, and I talk about a talk about a major finance topic every Monday, starting yesterday. So um, I look forward to hearing from any of you. Send me an email if you have any questions. I I love to chat about money. I have no issues with that. Send me an email, yeah. Instagram. Follow me anywhere, any of my social platforms. I am very friendly and easy to approach. So feel free to contact me. I hope y'all got all of that. Get all of that. If you <laughs> did get all of that, just go to Facebook, and I'm pretty sure all of her information will be on there. But she would also mm-hmm. have this recording on her um, well, website because I love to send my listeners the link so that they can share all of this good stuff with their audience, with their tribe. Yeah. Cara, I have 
so enjoyed having you on. Oh my goodness, we may have to do a part two. Um we because will. I have had this thought in my mind in dealing with finances when it comes to married couples, when it comes to singles, when it comes to entrepreneurs. So there's mm-hmm. different levels that I would love to um to kind of give information on, and especially around the holiday season. Yeah. So we'll talk behind the scenes on that. I just, I enjoyed having you on. Thank you for joining me. Audience, you all already know. I love you all. Thank you for joining me each Tuesday um, on Real to Real Blog Talk. Make sure that you join me next Tuesday. We will be um, interviewing live. We will be live at Blues Gym. Um, They are doing some phenomenal, phenomenal work in the community. Um, So you have to stay tuned to know really where, what angle we're coming from. So just make sure you stay tuned next Tuesday at 730 for more. Coming from your girl, Tamara C. Gooch of Real to Real Blog Talk Radio, you all have a beautiful night and a blessed week. And as always, as I always tell you, we keep it real on Real to Real Blog Talk. Have a wonderful night.